What's up, party people? On this episode of the Better Fantasy Bureau podcast, it is week one of the playoffs. The playoffs are here. Of course, we got to break down each and every game, let you know who we love, who we hate, who we start, who we won't, all this and the third, and much more on this episode of the Better Fantasy Bureau podcast. All right, brain. You don't like me, and I don't like you. Well, let's just do this, and I can get back to killing you with beer. You are now tuned into the Better Fantasy Bureau podcast. podcast. This place is an untapped resource. I love it! With your host, Flex with Bliss. You must think I'm pretty stupid. I'm dangerous. I'm very, very dangerous. And Alex Marchetti. Your voice is like a combination of Fergie and Jesus. For the everyday fantasy sports player. I would rather listen to Fran Drescher for eight hours. Help! Now, I am going to teach some kids a lesson. They're a bunch of f***ing amateurs. And now, on with the show, Party People. Party people. What's up, party people? Welcome, 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 welcome back to another fantastic, exciting, informative, and always entertaining episode of the Better Fantasy Bureau podcast. I am your man, 50 Grand Flex Hitless, here on my co-host, live and direct with much respect. Alex Marchetti, what's up, BFAs? Party people, we are back due to some, uh, to, uh, some technical difficulties from last week. Uh, missing pieces... Stuff like that to go around where we couldn't record, unfortunately. Especially during a big week like it was. Week 13 was big. Yeah. Like, are you in or are you out? Like, week 13. Like, are you going to make the playoffs or you're not? I made four out of five leagues. Me too. And the one league I didn't make, I was pissed off about because it was that monster team where I had Tyreek Hill, Michael Thomas, and DeAndre Hopkins. And, of course, now James Conner decides to come back this week, which looks like he might come back. You know, I'm missing James Conner had some bad beats. But at the end of the day, this is the worst thing about that team. I was the third highest scoring player on the team. The only two other the only other two teams that outscored me in, total, in the league in the league. Yes. Sorry. Excuse me. You're right. Um, the only two players that outscored me in the league were the top two teams. The top two teams were the only ones that outscored me. Obviously, doy, but I meant like in rankings wise, you know what I mean? Like the top two in rankings. Uh, I ended up being eighth overall with the third highest points. I ended up being eighth record wise. And I had the most points scored against me. So the most like any out of anybody like like I allowed the most points to be scored against me. So my defense sucked, I guess. But the point your is, fantasy defense sucked. Yeah, my 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 uh, your home court sucked. My uh, fake pseudo defense, I guess. But yeah, so I, I ended up making. So I mean, I should have been in that league. Obviously, you know, third highest scoring points should have been in that league. Well, that's why I'm in favor of having the head to head matchup and also your matchup against the league average. Yeah, because it offsets situations like this. So you having the third highest points. For the season in your league, you should be awarded with a playoff berth, but you weren't. Nope. So it it, it takes away the luck that you know because there's fantasy football is hard as is to predict and and prognosticate. So sometimes you just have bad beats where you're like the second top or the top like second or third top scorer of the week, and you just end up facing the best team that week. Mm-hmm. And you end up taking that L. And granted, it's unfair when a situation, the circumstance of the two worst teams that scored went against each other. 
one scored 60 and the other one scored 65. And the one that scored 65 ended up getting the W while you scored 150 and you took the L. So what this does, at least it balances the scale when you top second, you know, it's a top two, top three, highest scorer. You took the L with the highest score matchup. And then you went against the league average. You go one and one. And the same goes to the one that scored 65 and beat the one that scored 60. They, they go one and one for that week. It offsets that. And then by the end of the, the year, the best fantasy team performers will end up likely and likely end up making the playoffs. Yeah. And that's what it should be. Because for you being the third highest scorer of the league and not make the playoffs, that it just that just sucks. You did everything right. You you drafted right, you trade you made your, your acquisitions right. In, Traded in season, properly. Yeah, in, in season in season and you started the, the the players that you needed it to be and to perform that well. And not to make the playoffs is it sucks. That's that's why I'm all for having the head to head matchup plus the league average versus the league average. It just it just evens out the playing field and takes away that bad bad luck with the with with the weak matchup or the good luck of having the second poor, lowest scoring uh, points for the week and end up getting that W. That's how I feel. Well. You're not I'm, wrong I'm, about that. I get it. I'm in two leagues that we do that, you know. So it, it, it I, I like it. It's good. Are they ESPN leagues? No, uh, it's the one of the one of them is in the dynasty league. That's in the MFL.com, myfantasyleague.com, and the other one is in the sleeper app, the rookie league. Oh, okay, yeah. So then I guess like ESPN and Yahoo don't do that, maybe. Well, no, we, we, we maybe check. If not, just change to a different platform. That's it. Um, change to a different platform. Anyhow, but yes, yeah, so that's the only one I didn't make, but I made all the other ones. But you know what? It's like, like you know, like I, I it's kind of like I guess I agree with what you say to an extent because like I, I do agree with you say I do agree with it, but um, also kind of like the purity of it all, just the pure is like, hey, you just win the match, you just get the W, and that's it. You know, even though you had like, like for example, like look at the the Patriots, just for example, their schedule has been atrocious. Their schedule for that team is and it's it's no and also their division is not their fault but that schedule is just ridiculous the schedule they were having you mean you couldn't really predict the way that the teams would would be for the most part but anyways the point is this is that sometimes you just get an easy schedule but at least the destiny is in their hands like they still have to execute of course no so like we we just well we still have to put in the best lineups you know best I mean? lineup possible and and go from there it's, but the it's bo- not like it's not like we did a poor effort on uh, defending. Like, no, no, no. Oh, like the the, the, t- the team was the highest scorer. It's oh, it's my bad. No, no, no. I know, but what I'm saying is, cannot blame yourself for that. It's just like I feel like the peers like you just go out, just win your match, and you win your match, and you win a match, right? But sometimes you do get a thing about having an easy or a tough schedule. I ended up having a tough schedule, which is the players I played against that that performed and they're overperforming in those weeks. But I also, in another league that I made it, I had like an easy schedule because I, and I even told my friend Kento, I said, I don't even deserve to be in the playoffs. I ended up having like the second or third lowest scoring in this particular league. And I still made the playoffs. You know what I mean? I told him I shouldn't be in it, even in the playoffs. I shouldn't even be there right now. So like yep. now I'm like in seventh place and I'm playing the, the second place team. Yeah. Second place team. And if I ended up being the second place team and he loses to me, I'm like, I shouldn't even have been there. But I get it because I had because I had those points. But still, hey, I won the week, you know. But which if team, I win the week, of course. Right, which team? If you had the choice, would you prefer to be in the playoffs? Of course, the one where I had the highest scoring. Of course. Well, actually, I know my dynasty. I like my dynasty, but the other one I liked a lot too. 
But I guess like my dynasty because I like it long term. You know what I mean? My dynasty because I have Christian McCaffrey. I have DJ Chark. I have Mark Andrews. I have George Kittle. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, I'm going to, you know, I have good wide receivers for the time being with uh, Julian Edelman. But, you know, I have Kareem Hunt in that league, too. And that's like to keep going forward. So I would guess, you know, the dynasty because it's a good team now. and I think it's a pretty good team going forward, I think, at least, you know. And uh, but the other one, of course, with Michael Thomas. Because when you need to make the playoffs instead of the yeah, Yahoo when, team. when are you going to have a team like that with Michael Thomas, DeAndre Hopkins and Tyreek Hill? And I still had James Conner and Josh Jacobs, yeah, who are two top twenty running backs. Yeah. Well, not not John James Conner anymore because of the zeros he put up have been missing, but still they're both t- top twenty running backs. And just Josh Jacobs a top ten running back, you know. Yeah. So, all right. Anyhow, and you're in four leagues, right? Yeah, the one that I did not make, which was the standard league that I was the defending champ, but now there's going to be a new champion. Um. I was tied for sixth place, but I lost because of the matchup, you know, oh, uh, tiebreaker. The points. The matchup tiebreaker. Not oh, even the match, points. matchup tiebreaker. Which right. I prefer to be the points because I was. You would have won. I would have won. I was over just by like like 70 the, or 80 points. Just like in the Dynasty League, you ended up winning it by point by four points. Yeah. You made the, you made Thank the spot. Thank you, Tyler Higby, against the Arizona Cardinals. Woof. What a, what a jerk. And then he had to he had put it out there in the chat. Yes, I made it. I made it. Four points. <laughs> you <laughs> jerk. <laughs> well, of course. I have to celebrate. No, 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 no. I really might not. be eliminated uh, this week. And if you're I, not, I, you play me. Yeah. Up, up, match up. I, I the match a, up. The rematch. I have a, a bye week. And I, I said, because you know, it's funny because my boy, John Riley, we both coach a team together. I was like, yes, go ninth grade CYO coaches. Go team ninth grade CYO coaches. Because he has first place and he has the bye. And you know what's crazy? Because if you look about it, because like, I think the way the season has gone is that if you had either Christian McCaffrey or Lamar Jackson, you're like you, your team is poised to be in a good spot. I'm assuming if you had both, you're pretty much winning the championship. If you had, well, if you had both, yeah, like oh no, there was another league. Uh, no, my boy in another league had Christian McCaffrey and Lamar Jackson, and he didn't make the playoffs. Actually, John Poor Riley management. No, Poor no, no. Management. It, it, what I, happened I, to him? I'll look it up. It's in the text message. But anyways, but the point I was saying is that. Wow. Is like, How? Uh, the oh, two top scoring players and not make it? All right. So what So what happened was, uh, he just said here. He, oh, he probably poured manager. He said, I cost myself 100 in Rathbow's leagues for most. Po- oh, no, no, no. He made the playoffs. He lost for most points. He cost himself $100 because you if you had the most points in the league, you get $100. All right. But he still made the playoffs. There you go. He, yeah, he said he forgot to switch out T.Y. Hilton last week, and he got a donut. And he had a moss, and he has a pretty moss team. He has Lamar Jackson, Christian McCaffrey, Chris Godwin, George Kittle, and he had Hilton also. And he got Chris, he has Chris Godwin. Yeah, so he has a number two wide receiver, number one, one running back, uh, number one. Yeah, and, yeah. The, the number one quarterback, the number one running back, and the number two wide receiver. Yeah, he's 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 good. He said it pretty he's good. But he that's what he called he cost himself the one the, the one hundred dollars points because he left T by Hilton in. Uh that yeah. No, but anyways, but the point I'm saying is like when I said in the league, there's only the first second place team as far as record wise, they're the only ones that beat get me. The buy. One guy yeah, well they get the buy, but the only ones that outscored they're the only ones that outscored me in the other league. One guy has Christian McCaffrey, the other guy has Lamar Jackson. Uh so both the other leagues that I made. I have Lamar Jackson. The dynasty one where I won second place, I have Christian McCaffrey. But the, the one that I don't, I don't. <laughs> I just have a bunch of like mid-level players. I traded away my number one, which was Alvin Kamara. And I just have a bunch of mid-level players there. 
Yeah. Oh well. To me, uh, my in my dynasty league, uh, the MFL MFL one, I have a good chance. I have a bye week there, but I'm decimated with injuries. Like pretty much, Julio Jones. He might come back this week. Maybe not. And James Conner has been MIA as well. And I I have Le'Veon Bell, and Le'Veon Bell has. I don't want to say underperforming, but he hasn't been doing the numbers that he should be doing. Because if you look at his numbers, perspectively, he's there as an RB1, fringe RB2. But I got, I have a good set of wide receivers. It's just, I think I'll have Jarvis Landry, and I didn't let him go because Jarvis Landry has been red hot the last couple of weeks. But right. I do have Lamar Jackson, and that's right. probably what took me to being one of the top uh uh, teams in, in that league and got, get into buy. And then, uh, well, you know, the dynasty, Tyler Higby, boom, and the BFB one. Thank you, Tyler Higby. Yes, yes. But in the other leagues, um, it's, it's just, just going to be some luck and some some plays, players that I probably have to take a chance with and take a gamble, and hopefully it pays dividends and, and moves me and advance me for the next round to face you, I think, right? Yeah, because I have a buy, you would play me. In the BFB and then in uh, the FP, FYPM, uh, it'll be, you, you'll be, <laughs> you're facing who, Roy? Yeah, you're I'm, I'm not Roy. winning that match. Yeah, that's, yeah, a Barkley with Eli Manning back. Woo! Yeah, I'm not winning Woo! that match. Woo! So. Barkley's back. Anyway. Well, hopefully Ingram plays for me, gives me a better shot, probably. Yeah. I don't know, I have Hollister in case Ingram doesn't play. Hollister? The tight end for the Seahawks. Instead of oh Evan Ingram, yeah. I thought you I, was, I thought you were talking about Mark Ingram. No, when yeah. you, you said oh, no. When does okay. that do anything? We're talking about Eli Manning. So I said, yeah, I know. I was like, what? why are you talking about the Ravens right now? <laughs> All right. Anyhow, going out with a little bit of news and notes around the league and what's going on. Uh, Le'Veon Bell is out for this game. He is. Yeah, he's sick. Wow. Oh, sorry. Excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse me. Out of practice. Out of practice. Okay. Okay. It was updated. It was read wrong. It was out of practice. Uh, he's sick, so something to monitor. Woo, a lot of people got scared there. <laughs> out of yeah. practice. Uh, jo- uh, Doug Peterson said Jordan Howard hasn't been cleared for contact, and he said he does not believe that it is season ending. But what is season ending is Darrell Williams has been placed on the injured reserve. Woo. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so that means Darwin Thompson might have a good shot. He might have a shot here. Somebody <laughs> we're picking up right now. Yeah. Uh, Gerald Everett still did not participate in practice, so Tyler Hibbing still may be somebody that you would want to uh, play. As I mentioned, Jacob Hollister, he was limited at practice. Um, let's see what else is going on. Also, Adam Dillon also did not participate. Limited was Dalvin Cook. Dalvin Cook might be playing this weekend. Still, I hope everybody picked up Alexander Madison, just in case. Um... <clears throat> What else is going on in the world? Oh, yeah. So, T.Y. Hilton, who is not, uh, is not at practice, uh, he, they don't know if he might come back for the rest of the season, they said. They, they're not sure with his calf injury. They're not even sure if he comes back for the rest of the season. So, I think when Andrew Luck leaves, T.Y. Hilton leaves, looks like <laughs> something like that. Yeah. Uh, James Conner was limited in practice today, and uh, so was uh, Deontay Johnson. Juju Smith-Schuster did not participate, and uh, so he also. So Juju Smith-Schuster is more up in the air than James Conner. James Conner looks like he's going back. Bruce Arians says that Ronald Jones is still the starting running back, and he was benched in the third quarter of the game on Sunday, but he is still the starting running back over there. Um, 
Let's see. Oh, they're also saying to let me update you a little bit more about the Dalvin Cook situation. With Dalvin Cook's shoulder injury, the Vikings will see how the week goes before setting plans for Sundays versus the Lions. They got a very capable backup in Madison and could take on a bigger role as Cook is expected to play through it. Cook will manage it in practices. So we'll see how that goes in practices over there. AJ Green is not going to play. There's still no talks about him being on the IR whatever i mean it's week 13 we're not i don't even know if we're going to even play aj green anymore for the rest of the season um and dan quinn says that julio jones will be limited in practice today carry on johnson working back in at practices working back in at practices marley mack is back at practice also he's already playing in um so yeah these are a couple of news and notes and what was that news you were saying too you said you read something about aaron jones i didn't i didn't see anything about aaron jones aaron jones well it's it's not being really um, publicized like that. It, there, there's been rumors that he he got he got hurt in uh, last week's matchup. That's why he had a very, very bad poor for performance, which ended up making me lose my matchup in my standard league and not making the playoffs as well. Um, but I think he has uh, aggravated his an- ankle, so he has an ankle injury. So just got to monitor it. it they haven't shown anything yet, but they did sign someone as a running back. So that's where it's more alarming. I'll tell you the running back that's uh Well, he's not on the injury report at all. He's still listed as healthy. I'll tell you that much. That's why you mentioned that. I wasn't sure about it. Uh, he better play because I have no other running backs. My only other running back would be Jay Ajayi or Alexander Madison if Aaron Jones does not play. You know, So he uh, better play. This is in the league where I ended up in third place. So yeah, he better play. I'm look, I'm looking for the uh, the the news or the article on that. Uh, continuing on. Uh no, that's pretty much what it is. And you see, uh, like I said, Eli Manning will more than likely be the starter on Sunday. They should just sit Daniel Jones for the rest of the year. I think let Eli Manning finish the year. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's what four games left. Just I would say just let Eli Manning finish the year. Let Daniel Jones uh, learn as much as he can from the sidelines. See what he could watch. See what he could learn. You know. And uh, you, no risk of hurting him or our new franchise quarterback for the rest of the year. Yeah, so they for just the recently signed uh, Tyler Irwin. Who? Tyler Irwin. He's Who? a running back. Listen, they signed him. He's not in the practice squad. Who? Who's Who's going to be deactivated? Is it going to be Dexter Williams? Probably. Or is it going to be Aaron I Jones? hope it's Jamal Williams. It's not going to be Jamal Williams. I hope it is. I'm just putting it out there. Just monitor that just in case. Don't give me any of your bad energies. Anyways, uh, moving on. So let's go and break down these games. Let's talk about all these games here with the Dallas. Let's start off with tonight's game, the Dallas Cowboys at the Chicago Bears. Uh, this with the spread being the Bears favored by three uh, and the four point two. Uh, forty two and a half. Forty two and a half. Excuse me. I'm over at, under forty two and a half. Over under four point two. Wow. Forty two and a half. Over under. Uh, this, this. See now. I have a problem tonight, Marchetti. And before we get in, before I get into talking about the game, let me just ask you what your opinion is. I have a bunch of flex players that I could play. Let me ask you who I should play. There's little mini flexes playing? Yes, a bunch of little mini flexes playing. So, check it out. See who you like best, right? I can either play Gallup, McLaurin, Coleman, or Hollister. If I wanted to, I could either pick up Beasley, Cohen, or Winnin off the wave wires. So, it's either... So first, out of the, out of the, out of the, say that again. I'm, you're losing me. Gallup, McLaurin, Sorry. Coleman, or Hollister. I'm not playing McLaurin. 
Okay. He has the best matchup, though. Yeah, but just saying. How, how has he been performing? Not good, but I'm just saying. Exactly. Gallup, I do like. You have Cooper that is kind of hurt. So Yeah, but against the Bears, and the Bears put more pressure on him. But Gallup will be going against the second corner, not the best corner. Cooper is going to be going against the best corner there. And, yeah, if you're talking about Hollister, I'm not I'm not going to take a chance with a tight end. Like, who who is, who is more likely to give you 20 points? Amari Cooper, by the way, practiced without limitations on Monday, so they said that he's a full go. He's healthy now. Uh, Coleman, Coleman's yeah, going he against... Yeah, he is struggling with a knee injury. He's practicing. But he's, but he's not listed on the injury reports, I'm saying. He's, he's healthy. All right. I just, just got to temper the expectations for him. Now, Hollister, like I said... I'm not going to weigh in. You're talking about like the third or fourth option. For he's, the been doing, he's been doing good, though. He's doing he's doing good, but you're taking that chance when I'm, I'm looking at the opportunities. Who's going to get mo- most opportunities? And uh, who's the fourth one? The running back, I think. Coleman. Tevin Coleman? Yeah. No. Stay away from Tevin Coleman. Breida is, full, is practicing full now, so there's definitely going to be some uh, – some touches that he's going to lose out. Plus, you have seen what Mostert has been doing. He has been phenomenal for the Niners in the, the time that Brito has been absent. So, Coleman, stay away from. Definitely McLaurin. You could even drop McLaurin. Yeah, no, I'm not doing that. Unless this is a dynasty league, don't, yeah, I, no, I won't no. drop I'm him. I'm not dropping him. So, you could even drop McLaurin and, uh, and then either take a chance with Hollister or uh, Gallup. Those are the only two. <clears throat> so in Hollister, if you just look at his targets, right, even for like the past four games, eight, four, ten, and six. Like that's a good amount of targets. Uh, playing about 80 to 70% of the snaps. He's playing pretty games. Uh, he's been involved. It's, and it's against the Rams defense. It's not that great. So I don't know. I might. I. It's I got to make a decision tonight. That's the thing. Uh, I don't know what to do. I think Gallup has the most upside. But I could also even pick up Cohen, Beasley, or Witten off the waiver wires. Yeah, I won't play Witten. <laughs> Unless you're thinking about who's your tight end right now? Evan Ingram. But that's a, I'll have Hollister just in case. Yeah, you have Hollister. So, yeah, I won't play two tight ends. Sorry. If they both kill, it doesn't matter who you play. If you know, if you're, you're going to tell me you're not going to play Darren Waller and, you know, Travis Kelsey? Doesn't matter. All right. But anyways, let's just continue over the game. The point is, is that today you have like a lot of big choices to make. Amari Cooper, as we said, is like does not have an injury tag on him. It's of course something to still be worried about, be scared about. But if you have somebody like Amari Cooper on your team, you heavily rely on him at your wide receiver position. So it's not like he's somebody that you could take out as is. Anyways, um, I know some people have been worried about Dak Prescott about this game and about uh, if you're going to play him over certain people, like at certain matchups. Like even for example, like. Uh, it's tough because Dak Prescott's having like an almost borderline MVP type of a season. And uh, currently right now, the fourth overall quarterback in fantasy football. But um, like I still like Sam Darnold over Dak Prescott with his matchup against Miami. You know what I mean? So it's but not by much. Dak Prescott is a top four quarterback. Like, you, you know, you wouldn't question about playing somebody over Lamar Jackson, Russell Wilson, or De- or, or uh, Deshaun Watson. If you look at guys, like look at the next, look at the next three, Dak Prescott, Josh Allen, Kyler Murray, you would more than likely say, I'm going to play Aaron Rodgers over Kyler Murray, over Josh Allen, over Dak Prescott. 
But I would play Aaron Aaron Rodgers. No way. Some people would, would more likely that, say that. That just that's just because of the name. Exactly. But I'm saying, but it's hard to see about how good like like Josh Allen quietly has been killing. Uh, the last four or five weeks he's has been the quietly number two quarterback. Right, and he's the number five overall. Yeah. So I'm saying quietly he has been killing. Yeah, Josh he's, Allen. He's baby Lamar, baby mm-hmm. Lamar Jackson. Yeah. So it's just like it's it's. It's it's still like difficult to say. I mean, I wouldn't bench uh, Dak Prescott, even though I like Sam Donald better. I still would probably play Dak Prescott over Sam Donald for the playoffs. Listen, Dak Prescott two weeks ago against the Patriots scored ten points. Yeah, Patriots is awesome, and then he had the Bills, and the Bills he scored twenty six point twenty five, and they're a good off. They're a good, and defense. they're good. They're good against the quarterback. You're talking about the Bills are number three, the Patriots are number one, and then you got the Bears are number eight. So, if if you like the matchup, if you f- if you feel good about Dak, play him. If you feel like it's it, it, he's not going to do good, then maybe you, you curb it. But he has been consistent. He's been a number four quarterback, right? Number yeah. number four quarterback. He's a number four quarterback overall. So the odds are he's playing against a lesser, better defense. Although it's a good quality be, uh, defense against quarterback, the Bears, uh, that he might give you a good showing. Will he give you uh, the quarterback one numbers? Like, as a number one quarterback? Maybe not, but he could end up being a QB one, no problem. This is another guy that I actually might play this week as well. I might play him tonight in my flex spot. I really, I think I'm going to probably just roll the dice because I'm going against such a good team that I'll kind of just be like, screw it, <laughs> take a chance somebody who has some high upside. I might take a chance on Anthony Miller. I might take the chance on Anthony Miller. Just If you look at just targets alone, over 30 targets in three games, right? Uh, Yeah. So, yeah. like, last week he had 13, then he had nine, then he had 11, right? The receptions out of these targets is not all that great, but he's had these targets. He has these deep threats. The problem is also is that you just add a touchdown to any of these targets. He hasn't had a receiving touchdown all year long. That's the biggest thing. But if you add a touchdown to any of these targets, like, look at last week alone. Last week he had 23 points with uh, nine receptions for 140 yards. You add a touchdown to that. That's almost a 30-point game from it. You know? Yeah, but he went against the Giants. And he went against, against no, no, no. the Detroit I, Lions. I get it. But even going so, against like 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 um, you know, like another good team, like like well, decent team like the Rams still with eleven targets. The point is he get he's getting the targets. That's the that's the point here I'm just trying to make. That he's getting the targets. Against poor secondaries. Against yes, poor secondaries. Because Mitch Trubisky has done like he's been god awful <laughs> this year, this season. And he has given you over 20 point fantasy points. What happens if with the Dallas Cowboys, who is pretty respectable defense, it's not bad, he ends up, ends up having a poor showing. A poor showing, maybe giving you 14, 15 points. That's definitely going to That's hurt. not a poor showing if I get 14, 15 points from Trubisky. From, oh, Trubisky. But I'm not playing Trubisky. Yeah, I know. But if that happens, then that means that Anthony Miller's numbers are not necessarily. As well. Yo, if I get like 11, 12 points from Anthony Miller, I- I'll be okay with that. He gets like you know like whatever like, and like that's what you expect. I'm exp- yeah. If he gets like three catches like ninety yards, I'll be fine with that. Cowboys are number seven against wide receivers. Yeah, I know. And where the Bears are, what, exactly. what, we're talking about the Cowboys defense against the. Uh, no, I know, but Bears I, I, wide I just, I just, I just think that the Cowboys defense. I mean, I'm more worried about the 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 defense for the. Of the Bears than the Cowboys. You know what I mean? That's what you're more worried about? I yeah. can tell you right now, Dan, man. Uh, so the Bears are number five. Yeah, exactly. They're number five. So I'm more worried about that. Uh, but I'd rather go with the better quarterback. 
I hear you. I'm just saying, I just think he's just, in, I just think he's been heavily involved. And I just think that he, there's no reason for him not to be involved. I mean, the, the Bears have been doing better when they keep Anthony Miller involved. So, you know, and Allen Robinson, of course, you're playing because, you know, once again, if he's part of your he's part of your team, he was pretty much a big part of your team. And you can't bet your guy like Allen Robinson. All right. So, uh, yeah. But give me give me the Cowboys in this game, though. If we're going with the Cowboys, then you're playing, you're playing Michael Gallup, bro. <laughs> I, I, I might take a shot on Anthony Miller. Uh, I hope the Cowboys lose. I do, too. Duh. I hope they lose. Uh, but I'm going to go with the Cowboys here. Give me the Cowboys with the minus three. And the over on this, 42 and a half. All right. Next game is the Baltimore Ravens at Buffalo Bills. The Bills are the underdog, of course, by five and a half points. And the over under is 43 and a half here. This is going to be a tough matchup. Like we said, Buffalo Bills is really good against quarterbacks. But you saw what Dak Prescott did against Lamar Jackson. Mm-hmm. I mean, against, uh, against the Buffalo Bills. So Lamar Jackson... Please do not hesitate not playing him. Look, look, look what he did against the Niners. The Niners, he had 20-plus points. So, anyway, Mark Ingram, you, you have to play him, and then Mark Andrews. And then as far as uh, the Bills, Josh Allen has been number two quarterback for the last four or five weeks. I don't mind if you play him. They're at home. He's gonna get he he runs the ball. All he needs is a rushing touchdown and a throwing touchdown. I possibly it. might play him over Matt Ryan. Over Matt. Ryan. Wait a second. What am I talking about? That's the that's the league where I have a buy. It doesn't matter if I play him or not. <laughs> <laughs> uh, are you just rubbing it in right now? No, I really just wow. thought it go because I have both of them in my dynasty. So I'm wow. just like, <laughs> so Devil Singletary. Uh, Devil Singletary has been on and off, but. He has been showing. He's been getting good targets. Four targets last week. 19 points he gave you against the Cowboys. That's great. Denver, he gave you, tw- he gave you 12 points. So he's a good, easy flex play and with RB2 upside. So I like that. I like him there. And then John Brown. I know John Brown, he's going to have a difficult matchup because he's going to go against, um, what's what's the guy's name for that got traded from the Rams to the Marcus Ravens. Peters. Marcus Peters. He's going to go against Marcus Peters, but I still feel he's worth a wide receiver to play. <laughs> he has been nothing but consistent. He has given you double-digit fantasy points since week three. And in week three, he had nine and a half points. So he has been consistent. So he's a solid flex with wide receiver two upside, and you never know. He might give you a couple of good points there. And as far as the tight end for the – for the Bills, I'm not really gonna. I'm not really gonna take that chance with it. And here, give me the Ravens. The Ravens have been lights out. I know they're gonna play a tough Buffalo Bills who have been overachieving this week. Uh, I mean this season. Uh, I, I like Baltimore Ravens winning the game, but I do like the Buffalo Bills getting the five and a half points at home. And I still see this being an over of forty three and a half. Yeah, um, the Ravens are still going to win this game, and I do do definitely still see an over. Um, Redskins against the Packers. Uh, this is the game. Now, this is the game where, where I, of course, I think the Packers are going to win this game. I mean, they're favored to win it by 13. That's crazy. But the point is, is that um, 
Devontae Adams has been getting more involved in the offense, getting more heavily involved, playing more like a wide receiver one, which we drafted him to, as opposed to what he was at the beginning of the season. And we know he had those that injury with that turf toe that kept him out for a long time. But he's been playing good, and I'm just hoping that he keeps that going. I'm hoping that he keeps it, you know, like against the poor Washington Redskins secondary. I mean, against the Giants, he had two touchdowns. Hopefully he keeps that going. Uh, like you said about Aaron Jones, I guess we got to monitor that. Hopefully he gets back on track and does well. For the past two games, he has not done well. Let's see if he gets back on track and does well. He better do well, please. Um, the biggest thing here, which I see about this game, though, I mean, not really much to say about the Green Bay Packers side of the ball, but for me is Darius Geis. Darius Geis is the biggest thing to talk about. So, la- so last week against Carolina, which hasn't been really good against the run, 10 attempts. Averaging 12.9 yards per carry with two touchdowns. He had 129 yards there. He is, guys. The receptions aren't there. He's getting at least two per game, every game. But he's still playing not that much of snaps. They're still keep, I guess they're keeping him limited. They don't want to hurt him again. They know they're not going anywhere. I guess they want to just uh, you know, try to save up for the future, beginning as much as they can. So he's on a limited snap count, I guess it looks like, because he's only at 29, 43, and then 30% of the snaps. And he's sharing the rock with Adrian Peterson and Chris Thompson, who's back. Yeah, so it's he's not somebody that I would look to play this game, but he has the upside, as you could see last week with 27.7 points. Uh, two weeks before that, when he came back, 13 points. I mean, then the week against Detroit, which, you know, should have done a lot better. Detroit's poor run defense, but like we said, he's you know he's sharing the ball. He's getting less than half the snaps. So um, he's still somebody that could possibly just do do well, but I wouldn't play him. I wouldn't trust him for your fantasy playoffs. In this entire game, honestly, I would not trust any of the Redskins, none whatsoever, not even McLaurin. Uh, and the Packers, of course, you know, you got your usual. Uh, Jamal Williams gets some flex consideration from me, but I like other players better than him because I just, you know, Aaron Jones is the better player of the two. Yeah, but if you feel like this game there's is it's gonna be a blowout. Jamal Williams is gonna get a lot of the burn. I don't know so much about a blowout. You know, I mean they did beat the Packers last week. You never know what the Redskins could do. They beat the Packers last week? Sorry, the, the Panthers. The Panthers last Excuse week. Excuse me, part part of me. Yeah, Panthers. But you're talking about uh an inexperienced quarterback that they went they went against. And they have some injuries. Still, in, in, they the should have. They, the the, the Panthers Bay, shouldn't have lost. Green Bay is going to be playing at home. It's going to. This be is cold. why Rivera got fired because they shouldn't have lost. Green Bay is playing at home. It's it's going to be cold. They're playing for a spot. So the Redskins. You're talking about rookie quarterback. He's going to make mistakes. I like the Packers defense here. I like the Packers defense as well. And oh, uh, oh. Jamal Williams. I see him flex. He's flex play. But he could be an RB two in this in this week. I like other players better than them. But give me the Packers to win and give me the over. All right. So the Packers are 13, favored yeah, by thirteen that. points, right? For, over under is forty two. Yes. Like the over. Yep. Give me the under and the Packers. Next. All right. Next game you have is the Denver Broncos at the Houston Texans in Houston. Houston's are favored by nine and a half points, and the over under is forty one and a half. All right. Here, Broncos been all. They've been a, pretty much a sneaky defense. N- not that great. I know their record is 4-8, four, four so that hasn't been shown. It's just I think they have more bad luck and poor offensive play. Mm-hmm. But they're going against the Texans here. Drew, Drew Locke, in his first game, he had a pretty good game. He gave you 15.2 points. He had a couple of, uh, you know, he had a couple of touchdowns with an interception, and he rushed the ball for 15 yards. Uh 
I'm not saying to play him. This is the playoffs. This is not what I'm considering. But that definitely is going to help out free up Royce Freeman and Philip Lindsay. For some reason, Royce Freeman has, I know he had 2.4 points against uh, against Cleveland Browns, but he outsnapped Philip Lindsay. So that's something you have to be closely monitoring. I won't play Freeman. Philip Lindsay is the guy to play. Curlin Sutton is the guy to play here. And in the Texan side, Watson, you could play Carlos Hyde maybe, and, and or as a flex, considering uh, as a as a consideration, and Hopkins is a go. Will Fuller is back. I like Will Fuller uh, over DeAndre Hopkins. Uh, call me crazy, but DeAndre Hopkins is going to go against Harris Jr. and Harris Jr. has been a lockdown corner. He has shown that he could he could lock down the best wide receivers out there. So I know it's DeAndre Hopkins. You're going to play him regardless because he has that big play potential but if if there, if fuller's out there fuller i believe is the guy that that is going to have a big game i know he against the patriots he had 1.8 fantasy points but the week before with the colts 21 fantasy points so he is very volatile but he could give you those 20 points and that could happen against the broncos in this game Give me the Broncos. I mean, give me the Texans. They had a good game against the the Patriots. The uh, Deshaun Watson looked really good, and I, I doubt the Broncos are going to compete against the Texans at home. Uh, so give me the Texans here and give me the over forty one and a half. I might look to make a trade with John Riley because of the fact that in Dynasty, the number one guy he has Lamar Jackson and Deshaun Watson. Oh yeah, so he needs to trade. He should trade one of them. Yeah. And I'm going to probably look to get that trade. Even though I have Josh Allen, though. Still. You have Josh Allen? And Matt, I have Josh Allen and Matt Ryan. He's probably be willing to trade uh, Deshaun Watson, which I'm not mad. And you know what? Thank, thank you for letting me know because now I'm going to be fishing some offers. Go I'm, ahead. I'm going to be throwing. I'm like, yo, what's up? I know. And you know me. Too. I'm okay with making trades. I made. I just made a trade for Juju Smith-Schuster. <laughs> yeah. Trade, trade away Robert Woods and Kerryon Johnson. And, and Kerryon Johnson's back in practice and you made the playoffs. Yeah, but the the game that he's gonna be next available is week sixteen, and you're gonna bring, are you gonna play him in championship week? Yes, just saying it out of spite, just to bother you okay. in your trade. Yeah, yeah. So he to, to me, he's a non factor for this year, this season. Carryon Johnson, he could be a big time player next next season. I do I, I do have him in well had him in two dynasty leagues. So what I did is just you know what. Let me just take a chance. I'll have him in one of my leagues. If it works out, it works out in that league. If it, it works out for the guy that I traded for, uh, Smith-Schuster and him, good for him. He got on Johnson and Robert Woods. And if Smith-Schuster becomes, you know, relevant again and and be a top wide receiver, as he should be, then I'm okay. I'm deep in wide receivers there. But anyway, yeah. I'll take the Texans as well, and I will also take – I will take the over this. Um – San Francisco 49ers at the New Orleans Saints. Now, with this game, you know, elite offense going against an elite defense. Uh, you, you know, I can't wait to write that article next year, though, by the way, about, like, why you should not wait. You should wait till last to pick a defense. And I can't wait to express, like, like look, the 49ers weren't even drafted this year for defenses. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, um, I, I can't I can't wait. And then last year, they were, like, one of the worst defenses in the NFL, if not the worst. You know what I mean? You go against the 49ers, you play everybody. So, and then now all of a sudden, one year, they're like an elite defense. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I just, I can't wait to uh, write that article and then show like numbers wise why you should not wait till till your last pick to pick a defense at least. Like, kicker, kicker, I could get a little bit more, but defense sometimes I would just wait till the last. Uh, defense, I wait till the last. 
Yeah, well, I, I, I write that article in, in the. Yeah, I'll wait the to the last. Years. Even in Dynasty, if you watch, if I end up being, hopefully not, out of playoff contention, I'll drop all my defenses. I'm going to drop all my defenses play, uh, and teams, and I'll drop my kickers. And I'll end up just picking up players that I feel might have some upside next year, and I'll just take the chance there. Yeah. Um, but Michael Thomas, you're still going to play no matter what the elite defense because it's still Michael Thomas. And granted, even last week, he did not give you a good outing. He only gave you about 10 points. And Drew Brees did not give you a good outing. He gave you about like 13, 14 points. Still, you're going to play both of them. Uh, if Drew Brees is your quarterback, your main quarterback, if you have somebody different, then maybe something different. But uh, depending on your matchup, you still, if Drew Brees is your quarterback, I have other quarterbacks ranked higher than him. But if he is your quarterback, then you play him. But I definitely have a good number of other quarterbacks ranked over Drew Brees. Uh, like, like definitely, I would definitely play Sam Darnold over Drew Brees. Like, that's one. I would probably play Dad Prescott tonight over Drew Brees. This is just like, uh, you know, everything, you know, to, you know, explaining about, like, I would play Watson, of course. So, anyways, the point is just, like, I would definitely play Drew Brees over, a lot of people over Drew Brees. But if he's your quarterback, then I guess you got to play him. Uh, I guess so. Yeah. You still got to play Alvin Kamara. Uh, Latavius Murray, you don't play. Uh, I wouldn't play anybody else besides Thomas, Kamara, and Breeze. You won't play Jared Cook? No. No, I would not play Jared Cook. Jared Cook has been sneaky. Not against the 49ers. Nope. I know know Titans are... I know the Niners are number one against Titans. Rather play Hollister. You'd rather play Hollister, but Hollister's not available. I'd rather play Witten. You'd rather play Witten? Yeah. Interesting. I think I'm going to play Cook. Go, Go ahead. Your funeral. I think I'm gonna play. Okay, Cook here. go ahead. Your funeral. You're 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 lost in the playoffs. So you do it. Play him, and then when you lose the playoffs, don't don't come to me with why you lost the playoffs. All right, all right. Um, yeah, I would just play Thomas, Kamara, and Breeze, and that's me not loving it. But play him. Forty uh, Nine ers side, kind of the same thing goes. I mean, you you know you mentioned it before. Stay away from Tevin Coleman. Uh, he has started off when he came back from his injury. He was playing red hot on fire, playing like an RB two with RB one potential, but then came right back down to earth. Yeah, he was too. He was highly efficient, too efficient for his own good. Yeah, to the point where he just ended up couldn't keep it up. So uh, he's somebody that I wouldn't play, especially you know you have like that big trio there. Well, even quadruple with Jeff Wilson if you want to get him involved. You know, my like, name is Jeff. Yes, that guy. So. Uh, yeah, I would not play any of the running backs over there. I wouldn't even look to play Jimmy Garoppolo in this match. The Saints defense is not the greatest defense, but it's also not a bit, of, not much of a pushover. The biggest reason why the 49ers, it's just crazy with the year they have, they're still in a wild card game. That's how crazy that is. Like the NFC East sucks. Yeah. It's, it's Cowboys abysmal. are 6 and 6 right now making the playoffs. It's nuts. Well, no, the Eagles are still there and the Eagles have the Giants currently twice. at the time though. The currently at, <laughs> currently at the moment though that that uh they're and they play the Redskins too, I think. Yeah, well, yeah, they have a, a favorable matchup. The Eagles Carson play the Jets Wentz twice. The Eagles play the Giants twice. No, Giants. Eagles played the Giants twice. No, they already played the Giants once. No, didn't they? They no. played twice. Okay. So yeah, they played now you said the Jets twice. Why would they play the Jets twice? Anyway, move on. The point is, is that uh, just currently right now at the moment, the, the Cowboys are leading the way with six and six, and it's terrible. Um, but yeah, so the 49ers are there because of their defense, and their offense is not the greatest thing in the world. Uh, Debo Samuels, I wouldn't mind as a flex. Love Debo. I don't love him this week. I don't mind he him. He plays as a flex. great. Have you been watching how he plays? I've been watching how he plays. But he it's, plays but, like his name. I've been. I said this before, but this guy is. Uh, as a rookie, he's he's looking good. Like he looks like man um, um, amongst boys out there. 
he 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 reminds me. You know who he reminds me of? The the great me? wide receiver. No, the great wide receiver that played for the Carolina Panthers that ended up with uh, the Baltimore Ravens. What's his name? The short C. Smith, C. Smith. Senior. He reminds me of him, and I like how he's playing. It's it's gonna be a tough matchup. If it's gonna be a tough matchup, but he's not going against a tough corner, so that's where I like him. But he's, it's still not a lot of pushover corner with Marshall Latimer. You know what I mean? Well, he's like, not going against Marshall Latimer. You know what I mean? Well, Eli Apple sucks. But yeah. anyways. If you got Eli Apple, thank you. Please. Debo Samuel all day. I don't know. They can put Latimer more on, on, on Samuel. Samuel's Over good. Emmanuel Sanders? Yeah. I think Emmanuel Sanders is going to be hovered with. Uh, well, Emmanuel Sanders still is also a flex play for me at best anyways. Uh, but anyways, for me, I bet, you know, like they're, they're flex plays for me. That's what I'm saying. Right. With that, that's, all, that's all they are for me without, without loving that. Uh even though the, the the Saints have a very, very good offense, the 49ers is a defense that you would still want to play here. All right. Um, with that being said, give me the give me the 49ers in this game. 49ers away on the road? Yeah. Nope. Give me the Saints home and give me the under of 44. And <laughs> 49ers, I think, you know, them being only in the wild card after that. Bless you. You know, thank you. I still think the 49ers are going to want to really push this game away. Oh, right. Excuse me. Next game is the Cincinnati Bengals at Cleveland Browns. The Browns are favored by eight and a half points, and the over-under is 40 and a half here. Now, I'm not, I don't, I don't remember. Did you mention about Baker Mayfield and his hand? No. All right, so he hasn't been throwing whatsoever since the game. I mean, since the last game. And um, there's been concern about that, and Mayfield said he's confident that he'll play this weekend against the Bengals. Mama didn't raise a wuss. Oh, God. Said Mayfield. <laughs> um, so he has a problem with his hand at the moment and also uh, something with his ribs. So that's a little something that you have to monitor. And the Bengals. The Bengals is doesn't really have a bad sec- secondary defense. It, you know, their record shows that they're just abysmal. But I think they allow more points on the ground and poor tackling than their secondary. So Baker Mayfield... In this playoff round, this week matchup, he's a, pl- a player that I'm thinking of not playing at all. Hmm. I, I have him in uh, in our dynasty, and I'm thinking about playing Ryan, Ryan Tannehill over him. Ryan Tannehill has been good, and he's going against the Oakland Raiders. I was thinking about playing Ryan Tannehill over Sam Donald. All right, there you go. I was uh, thinking about that. Nick Chubb, Nick Chubb seems like he, he hasn't been really affected by uh, by Kareem Hunt, but obviously he went against a tough Steelers uh, defense. And only scored you 8.9 points, which is not that good. But I do like him here. Like I said, the Bengals do allow a lot of points through the ground. And this is where he's probably going to flourish. Especially Baker Mayfield uh, does have a bad hand, and he's not going to be throwing as much. So that concerns me a lot with Odell Beckham. Odell Beckham has been underperforming. Jarvis Landry, the last five weeks, has been the number two wide receiver in the league. So he's someone that even... That I I I'd rather consider playing, which is crazy, over Odell Beckham. If you tell me who you rather play, Jarvis Landry or Odell Beckham, I'm gonna go Jarvis Landry. Here. I'm not mad at that. That's as crazy as it sounds. Not mad at it. Andy Dalton, uh, uh, I know he he had a, a he's pretty much playing for a job next season. So I think he's gonna be really aggressive, really aggressive uh, in, in this week's matchup against the Browns. And if you saw, he had, what, 15 and a half points against uh, the Jets. He's not a player that I'll consider playing. If Let's say Baker Mayfield ends up being out and there's no other quarterback to play. 
Right. Maybe you could pivot and play and drop Baker Mayfield and pick up Andy Dalton. That's the only way I'll consider that. Joe Mixon uh, seems like he has a, a, another rebirth. He has come back to life, so he's someone that you can consider playing. And that's about it. Tyler Boyd, and that's it. That's all I have in in the, in, in this game. What about um, John Ross coming back? I like John Ross. I'll pick him up in deep leagues. I'll pick him up and I'll monitor. I won't plug and play him right away. Right. But uh, I'll, I'll, I'll definitely will consider picking him up and see what he does because we have seen what he did with Andy Dalton before he got hurt. So right. he's someone that uh, I'll I'll, be, I'll consider in deep leagues to pick up, but I won't plug and play him. No, no way. In this game, if the Browns, if, if Baker Mayfield is going to play, uh, I'll have them winning and I like the over. But if he's not going to play, give me the Bengals covering the eight and a half and the under. What do you feel about Joe Mixon, by the way? I, I like Mixon. I think he's a, play, a player that you have to play. He's a R, To me, he's an RB2, and he might give you some RB1 upside. That's that's how I look at it. Hope he, he's, he, he might give you seven points. Might give you two. I don't think he's going to give you two because he been, he's been getting the rock a lot. You're talking about somebody that's getting over 60% of the snaps, and he's getting over 15 touches a game plus targets. So you got to like that as well. So he's someone that I, I like. Last week he had 17 points. The week before he went against the tough Steelers defense with seven and a, 7.9 points. And then the Raiders, he gave you 17.3 points. So with the Browns, give or take, they do have some injuries in, in the defense side. And he's a player that RB two. That's how I look at it. He's an RB two. You got to play him, and, okay. and he might give you RB three numbers, is give or take. But it, you, you draft him so high, it's not against really a tough, tough t- Browns defense. So yeah, I'll take a, ch- a chance. All right. So uh, yeah, uh, Browns are gonna win this. I think the Bengals could cover eight point five. <laughs> beating the Jets last week. Look at that. Wow. Mm-hmm. After the Jets even beat like the Cowboys and other teams, and then when the Cowboys are doing good. Uh, give me the under on 40.5. All right. All right. So Panthers at Atlanta the Falcons with the Panthers with uh, head coach Ron Rivera fired. No longer there after that loss to the Redskins. Um, yeah. I mean, Christian McCaffrey, you play no matter what. It doesn't matter what it is. Uh, Kyle Allen actually has a pretty good matchup here. Not for nothing. Also, but the defense for the Panthers is not good. DJ Moore, you're definitely going to play no matter what. Greg Olson was limited at practice. I don't know if you're looking at him anyways. But uh, DJ Moore is definitely going to be a play here too. Um, the Falcons' better defense is on the run than it is the pass. They're, that's what their defense mainly lies on. If, if you want to give any shiny point in their defense, it's more on the run than it is the pass. But still, nothing could really stop Christian McCaffrey. Even, but at least the Redskins stopped him at the one-yard line. Two twice last week, <laughs> yeah. but the point is just that um, uh, the the Falcons, you Devontae Freeman, also you know uh, you play him if he's one of your running backs that you you, you know you drafted around like a third round pick to play anyways. Uh, he has a good matchup here. Carolina's run defense is not good, so Devontae Freeman has a very good matchup. Julio Jones looks like he might be back. Uh, and Austin Hooper looks like he might be back. All those guys definitely a play. Calvin Ridley is also definitely a play. If for some reason Julio Jones. And Austin Hooper cannot go, or even if one of those two cannot go for some reason, Russell Gage is a sneaky sleeper for me. I like him better in daily than I like him in uh, for a playoff match because it's hard. You know, playoffs you really got to put in the people you trust. You know what I mean? It's hard to put the people in to take the shot 
to like, you know, like like I said, I'm I'm gonna probably put in Anthony Miller. And it's hard to put in Anthony Miller to take that shot, like go ahead, try to win me this one more week. Because well, during the regular season, you know, you want to just get that W to make it to the playoffs. Now that you're in the playoffs, you want to put in the best part possible players. Uh, with that being said, though, if Julio Jones and Austin Hooper can't make it, I actually like Russell Gage here. He gets a good amount of targets, get a good amount of catches, the clear number three wide receiver for the team. Uh, but the fourth option on the team, possibly fifth if you include Devontae Freeman. But, um, yeah, just keep an eye about Julio Jones and Austin Hooper's availability for this matchup. Um yeah, and the Panthers, I don't see anything really sneaky going on over there. Just play your usual people. Kyle Allen, uh, I like him. I like Matt Ryan, but I like other players better than him. But, like, for example, I do like uh, Matt Ryan over, like, Drew Brees this week. Not for nothing. Uh, give me the Panthers in this game, uh, minus three, and uh, give me give me the over, 45.5. Give me the over. 47 and a half. 47 and a half. 45 point. Wow. 47 and a half. My bad. I like the under in this game and give me the Falcons. Next. All right. Next game, you got the Detroit Lions at Minnesota Vikings. The spread is Vikings are favored by 13 and the over under is 43. Now, in this game, they're not, they're not playing none of the running backs for the Lions. I'm sorry about that. David Blow, he, Blau, Blow, Blah, Blau. I don't even know how to spell his name. Blue. Pronounce his name, I mean. Uh, he had a great game against the Bears. Yeah, man. That's why I like uh, Dak Prescott. Another reason. That's why I forgot I forgot to mention that. He had 21.10 or 21.1 points against the Bears. He Two, two touchdowns, 280 yards, and one into. It, with the Vikings, I'll, I'll curb it here. They're not playing at home. They're playing. They're, they're they're playing in Minnesota, so might might have been just beginner's luck, just have one game. Running backs, I'm staying away. Kenny Galladay, not for nothing. Kenny Galladay and Marvin Jones, they have done okay. Uh, the only bad game that Kenny Galladay had since Stafford went down was uh, Week 11 against the Cowboys, where he had four point four fantasy points. But other than that, he has been giving you double digit points. Right. I don't think his upside is there as a wide receiver one. But he's a solid wide receiver, too. And, and same thing goes for Marvin Jones. Now, in the Vikings side, if Dalvin Cook plays, obviously he's a plug-and-play. He's ready to go. If not, Alexander, Alexander Madison is a good. But there's another player that I do like if Dalvin Cook is out. And it's not only Alexander Madison for the running back, as a running back, but it's Mike Boone. Mike Boone. He will get touches. Trust me. If Dalvin Cook is out, he's going to get touches. It's not going to be Alexander Madison getting all the touches. And Mike Boone is very, very explosive. Mike Boone's not going to get any touches. If Dalvin Cook is out? No. I bet you $10 on He's not going to get, like, as much as you think he is. If he gets 30%, look, just like Darius Geis is explosive, and with 30% of the snaps, he gave you 20 Snaps and touches is different. He's 30% of the the touches. To me, snaps, he's going to get 30%. You can play snaps. Doesn't mean you get touches. So you're thinking, you say Alexander Madison is going to have the bulk, yes. 90% touches. Probably. He's going to get the bulk, yeah. I see see him more of a 70 30. Nah. It's going to be a 70 30. Trust me. Hey, Mike Boone, it's a player in deep, deep leagues. I'll consider. No. I'll consider. I picked him up in Dynasty. So let's see what happens. I like taking chances, I like to get the edge. 
I like to see what's going out there and try to be smarter and get those people. It's, I, it's I, difficult with the playoffs. I, I know, but I'm not saying. I'm not saying in deep, deep leagues. I'm talking. I'm talking about twelve, P, uh, twelve team PPPR. I'm talking about like a six, sixteen team leagues. That's someone that you should probably consider. Nah. Kyle Rudolph. Kyle Rudolph has been good. Adam Thielen is, is trending like he might not even play this season. He's still set back. So it, he's his, that hamstring is is pretty real. Kyle Rudolph, who I dropped in dynasty league, is has been exceptional. He's now the number twelve court, uh, tight end. And uh, but the last four weeks he has been. Giving you double-digit points as a tight end. You got to love that. Besides that, Diggs is a go. is a hit or miss. He's going to give you wide receiver two numbers, maybe a flex numbers, but he does have the potential to give you wide receiver one numbers, and he's going against the Lions, and the Lions secondary is not that great. Give me the Vikings in this game. I think they're going to cover. Even though it's 13 points, it's a lot. I like it. And give me the under 43. Yeah, give me the Vikings and give me the under. Uh, the Dolphins at the Jets over here in this game. Uh, like I said, Sam Donald has a great matchup because Miami. But Miami, listen, Miami's been turning it up a bit. You know, they won, two, they won some games already. Uh, they've been just, you know, going all out there, doing what they can. Looks like they lost themselves, uh, you know, top overall pick with these, like, meaningless, meaningless wins. But... Whatever. At the same time, you know, you always don't like to see the occasional, like, like typical tank. Like, let's just lose everything. You know, like the Bengals won. You know what I mean? So it's good. You want to, It's good to see that at least. You know. So uh, it's you know, like I said, it's just not the good to see. You know, this game they're definitely one hundred percent going to lose. So it's good that they got their wins. Uh, another divisional matchup here in New York. I think it would be good for Dolphins fans to want to like, I guess, pride wise, want to see them win. But uh, the think the Jets are going to win this one. Even you know their uh, favorite, their their favorite to win it by five five and a half. Um, the thing over here is with Sam Darnold, like I said, is a good matchup. Jamison Crowder has been grossly underperforming lately as he is a target favorite for Sam Darnold, but Sam Darnold underperforming the way he was. The offensive line being as terrible as it is. Le'Veon Bell being sick. Uh, still, Jamison Crowder has a really good matchup. It's hard to ignore that. Um, it, it, just the thing. It's just depending who you're thinking about playing him over. Like I'm thinking about even playing him over Robert Woods. Now I'm more than likely going to play Robert Woods because he's been heavily involved in that offense. So I'm going to probably stick it with Robert Woods. But still, it's just it's hard to ignore the good matchup that Jamison Crowder has, and it's hard to ignore the fact that he is like a poor man's Julian Edelman for this team, a PPR monster at times, and it's. It's hard to ignore the matchup that Sam Darnold has. It's hard to also ignore Robbie Anderson with his big play potential. Like, you know, like, so all these guys are all flex considerations. Uh, Le'Veon Bell, you're going to play no matter what uh, against, you know, even though he's sick, you're still going to play him. I see a big game for Le'Veon Bell here. On the Dolphin side of the ball, I Devontae Parker is probably the only one I would trust for flex purposes. That's it. Flex consideration, Devontae Parker. Uh, if they're going to keep slinging the ball, the Miami Dolphins, which they have been doing, then, you know, they're probably going to sling it more to Devontae Parker. They're probably going to just going to uh, lean on more for him to uh, to try to keep the game competitive. So, you know, they're not that good with the pass defense. They're good with the rushing defense. Stay away from all their running backs, quarterbacks, any other player besides Devontae Parker. If you must play a Dolphin, Devontae Parker, that's it. What? That's it. Yeah. What? Yeah. Devontae Parker. That's it. Wait, wait, wait. Are, are you vouching for Devontae Parker now? No. Are, you're not vouching for him? No. No? No. He's stubborn. <laughs> yep. Uh, not going to play this game with you. Uh, so, yeah. So, then that's it as it goes. Give me the Jets. You, you, you vouched for Devontae Parker, technically. You did. No. 
the only wide receiver I would play. If you, I said if you had to play one, I didn't say I would. <laughs> but you're, people are going to, the BFGs out you there could, are You could, you could say, interpret it any way right, you want. If I had to play a wide receiver, I'm going to play. If Miami you Dolphin. had to play a Miami Dolphin. Said. If you had to play a Miami Dolphin. You, you don't like Patrick Laird? No. Now that Caleb no. Lodge is out for the season? No. He, he might be sneaky. No. Miles Gaskin. No. Too. All right. Anything else in the court of law that you have to like? <laughs> no, that's it. Like, go ahead. Move like, on. Done, done. All right. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, that's it. Give me the Jets to win this game. Uh, give me the under. Uh, give me give me the Jets at home. They have been doing good at home. Five and a half. Yes. And the under, though. Next. I, I, like, I like the under. All right, next game. We got the Colts at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Believe it or not, Tampa Bay is still in playoff contention. I believe, believe it. it or not. With a five and seven record, the Colts are also in playoff contention. And uh, Brissett, I do like Brissett here. Brissett, he's he's not going to give you wild numbers. He's going to give you definitely fifteen points. That's his floor. But what I don't like is the running backs. They're going against the tough Tampa Bay Buccaneers defense. Marlon Mack is back, limited practice, yes. But is he someone that you will play right away? You know, with injuries, sometimes when running backs come back, it just they might re-aggravate it and in the playoffs. That's a little bit too risky there. And especially if you're going against a tough Tampa Bay Buccaneers defense. Zach Pasquale seems like he's back. He's he, he, he's giving you decent, decent numbers. He gave you 17.9 points against the Tennessee Titans, which is not too shabby uh, defense. And he's giving you 10 targets. You got to like that. Now we'll tell you what T.Y. Hilton definitely trending like he might not even play this season. Zach Pasquale. I didn't even play for the year, it looks like. Yeah, this season. Zach Pasquale is... Uh, oh, yeah, season doy. Thank you. Is someone you have to consider. And Jack Doyle, knowing that the tight end position is really, really, really dry. If he's out there, this is a guy that gave you 19 points. I doubt he's going to be out there, but hey, you never know. Check. Because he's going to be the other guy that's going to get double-digit uh, targets, which means it's going to translate to double-digit fantasy points. Now, those are the only players that I'll play. Brissett is someone you could consider. Pascal as a flex and, without a doubt, Jack Doyle. Now, in the Buccaneers side, Jameis Winston, you you know, you, you got to take it. You got to take it. He He's still considered a, a QB1. He's the number nine quarterback for the season. He's going to turn the ball over either with interceptions or fumbles, but he ends up giving you those QB1 numbers. Ronald Jones, I know that uh, he got benched second half for not for poor pass blocking, but he's going to be the starting run, uh, running back this week. I'm not going to play him. Colts have a good run defense. I'm not playing Ronald Jones. I'm not going to play with that, those games. This is the playoffs. I need guys that I know are going to play because Bruce Arians is known to pull the plug on players right away if they're not doing their, their pass protection. So Ronald Jones, I'll stay away. Payne Barber, come on. I'm not going to even mention it's not a player that I'll consider. The only two other players I, I consider besides Winston is Godwin and Evans. Move on. In this game, <laughs> in this game, give me the at home. Give me the Bucks. I like the Bucks at home here the, uh, with the minus three. The over under is forty seven. Uh, for some reason, I do see this going over. Regardless, uh, give me the Bucks and the over. Yeah, I like the over and give me the Colts. Uh, the Chargers at the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, Jacksonville Jaguars has named Gardner Minshew their starter. Looks like he's going to be the guy going forward. Granted, they signed Nick Foles, all the damn third. 
They bench Nick Foles in the second quarter, second half. Gardner Minshew looks like it's going forward. What does this mean for DJ Chark? Well, good. D- uh, you would assume good. I think it's good either way because DJ Chark did good even that first game with Nick Foles before he got hit and broke his, broke his collarbone. Then he was still doing pretty good with Gardner Minshew. Then he had like his up and down games. Still a top ten wide receiver, regardless of his up and down games that he's had. He had some single. He's had uh, more than one, a couple single digit games. So, but. Gardner Minshew is going to keep going, going to play in there. Is he worth a shot to play? Yes and no. I'm sure there's probably, there's, you know, there's definitely have a lot of other uh, quarterbacks that I've ranked over Gardner Minshew, but I still don't like ignore him. Put it that way. You know what I mean? Uh, DJ Shark definitely will play. Leonard Fournette's definitely a play. DD Westbrook's worth a shot uh, for flex considerations, but uh, DJ Shark is the only one that I would consider as a wide receiver one, wide receiver two for the week. Granted, the Chargers have a pretty solid uh, pass defense. Still would consider, still would put DJ Chark in there for playoffs. You know, you got to go for that big play potential. Got to go for that. The guys, you know, you're putting in a top. You're not going to bench a top ten wide receiver right now in football. So you got to play DJ Chark no matter what. Um, on the Chargers side of the ball, Philip Rivers here. He's been also really consistent. I like a lot. Like I like Drew Brees over Philip Rivers. You know what I mean? Like this is what I mean about Drew Brees. I like a lot of quarterbacks over him, but I like Drew Brees over Philip Rivers for this matchup. With also that being said, Keenan Allen's another guy that you're definitely going to play. Granted, he hasn't had that great of a you know second round pick season, but still somebody that you're going to have to play. Hunter Henry's definitely a worthy play. Uh, both Eckler and uh, Gordon are definitely plays here. I wouldn't shy away from either one of them. Um, so yeah, I mean these, these are all guys that are all worthy of of, uh, of plays here, and it, I don't really see anything sneaky. I don't really see any like like possible. Things you could play for daily that would be different that would outstand any one of them. I think it's pretty straightforward for this game. Um, I like a lot of players over Keenan Allen, but it doesn't mean that it's. I'm not going to say to bench Keenan Allen. Like you know what I mean? There's, it's there are certain times where like a player is like really really good and you say bench him, but this is not one of those situations, especially not when it comes to the playoffs. So give me give me the the charges in this game actually, and the 43 over under. Give me the under. Give me the Chargers in this game. Uh, you know what? Nah, Chargers. Chargers are tough. They they have some bad games, and I know the Jaguars Jaguars got smoked last week. It's like smoked, but I believe they're gonna bounce back at home. The, uh, give me the points, especially they're getting three points, and give me the over forty three. Next game is the Kansas City Chiefs at New England Patriots. The Patriots are favored by three. The over under is forty eight. And a half. Now, Mahomes is a play. McCoy, he's a flex-worthy play, especially now with Darrell Williams out and Damian Williams still on the fence. McCoy, is, he, 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 all he needs is a touchdown and maybe 30 yards, and that's where he, as a flex play, he's worthy. Uh, Darwin Thompson, he's still out there. He's worthy of a pickup. You never know, especially if the, Damian Williams ends up be trending out. Dex, uh, Darwin Thompson is definitely going to get some snaps. He's going to split it with LaShawn McCoy. So it's someone that you have to definitely consider. Now, the wide receivers, it is tough. It is tough. You're going against the best corners in the league. But you, the the Patriots are known to allow points. Now, the thing is, grant this, grant this. Last week against the Houston Texans, I don't know if a lot of people know, but they, they had to travel in two, two planes. Because the team was sick. Half of the team was sick for the Patriots. Okay. So that might be a reason why they allowed a lot of points. They were off because they were sick. Now, you do have Tyreek Hill. This is tough. But 
you have to play him because all you need from Tyreek Hill is two receptions or one reception with 40 yards with a touchdown. That's all you need from Tyreek Hill. He's that explosive. Now, is he going to give you wide receiver one numbers? No, but he's, he's his floor is still there. Right. Sammy Watkins, uh, please drop him. Travis Kelsey, we all know, considering the fact that Patriots have a tough, one of the best defense, Travis Kelsey is in a shallow position, tight end. You have to play him. Now, Tom Brady against the Chiefs, he's someone you could still consider playing. Uh, there's other players I do like, like the Josh Allens in the world, or, you know, uh, it's Ryan Tannehill that I might even play over him. But he's someone that you can still play because he's still giving you 15 points, 20 points a game. You can still play him. The Chiefs is not that good in, defensively. So Tom Brady is definitely going to get opportunities to score points. I love James White in this game. James White is the guy that I like in this game. Julian Edelman is another player that I do like. And those are the only ones that I'm really confident of playing besides – Besides everyone else, Sony Michelle, uh, you, you you could play him, but I wouldn't. I wouldn't for the playoffs. You're gonna have Cojones, Cojones there because yeah. the last three weeks he's six, eight, four. He has been abysmal. I wouldn't trust him I for think, the playoffs. I think he's hurt. Uh, I think he hasn't been playing healthy this all all season. He's not the same playoff. I mean, same player from the playoffs that we have saw uh, seen last season. Yeah. Anyway, so in this game. I still like the Chiefs in this game. All for all, all nothing. You got Mahomes. He's an explosive, explosive player here. Uh, I know this is going to be tough. The Patriots losing back to back games. <laughs> that's that's pretty hard to to imagine or even make a reality. But I do like the Chiefs. Give me the Chiefs here and uh, the under forty eight and a half. Give me the Chiefs here. Give me the under. What an ugly stretch for the playoffs does Tyreek Hill have, right? Like, if Tyreek Hill's like your number one wide receiver, like he is for me in the FYPM league, I mean, to go against New England, then Denver, then Chicago, ugh. Yeah, it's a, it's a bad playoff. What a gross yeah, playoff run for Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill especially, because Denver defense is good, but with Harris, you know, shadowing him, ugly, ugly playoff run. If you make it the playoff run with with Tyreek Hill as your guy, I mean, like I have him, I have him in the FYPM league. I don't really, I I really don't see myself going past this round. Anyways, Pittsburgh Steelers, Arizona Cardinals, sneaky play <laughs> that I see here for this game, not for nothing, is Vance McDonald. Vance McDonald because of the fact Ouch. the Arizona Cardinals are averaging, giving up an average of twenty one points per game oh, to the tight ends. Who's their quarterback right now? The Steelers. I don't know, man. Exactly. But that's why I don't really did like Did you it. not just hear what I said, Mr. You know, interrupt before you get to the point, Marchetti? The Cardinals are giving up 21 points per game to the tight ends. Every other team, the next best, is going to up 15. It's I a know, big difference. I understand. I started a, Tyler Higby last week. Yeah, it's a big difference. It's a big difference. So Vance McDonald is a sneaky play that I would see here. If you have somebody, if if, if not sneaky, ballsy. If you're somebody that like is missing Gerald Everett and you couldn't pick up Tyler Higby, or if, if you have Evan Ingram and he's gonna be out, you know what I mean? For whatever the case may be. Vance McDonald's a nice little filler for the, for this game against going against the Arizona Cardinals. Um I'm not saying I love it, but it's a sneaky play here. For me, you know, just because of the matchup. There gotcha. have been tight ends that went against the Cardinals that haven't done much. But still, matchup-wise, I, 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 I like the Cardinals. I like Vance McDonald here. Uh, Juju, as I said, did not practice. It's somebody that you have to keep your eye on, might not play. If James Conner plays, get him back in your lineups. Put him in right away. It's a great matchup against the Cardinals. Play James Conner's with confidence. 
if he's there. Uh, Benny Snell is more of a touchdown-dependent kind of guy. Jalen Samuels, I could see with some flex consideration. Granted, for the matchup, I'll also be a little more comfortable with that. With the Cardinals, David Johnson, what an ab- Oh, my God. He started off the year pretty good. He did really good at the beginning of the year. We'll talk about that on next week's episode a little bit more. But Kenyon Drake seems to be the number one running back for that team right now. Don't see why. Don't know how. Don't don't understand that even a thought that he would even be better than David Johnson. But here we are, and this is the world we live in right now. With the Cardinals, um, Pittsburgh Steelers quietly having a really good defensive year, third-best defense right now in fantasy-wise, uh, depending on your league settings for fantasy football for the most part. But uh, Kyler Murray is still worth a play. Uh, don't love it. Don't hate it. Um, but he's somebody like I would play over Drew Brees. You know what I mean? Uh, Christian Kirk is not somebody that also I would trust, but he has the upside there. Life is Gerald, all somebody that I don't trust, but has the upside there. I'm sure there's better better games you could find there, better matchups you could find there. Uh, yeah, I really wouldn't look to play anybody mainly from the Cardinals. I mean, the Pittsburgh defense is still doing really well. So I wouldn't look to play anybody from the Cardinals. With that being said, give me this. Give me the Cardinals to still actually win this game. Not for nothing. I think they're still going to be just. No, you know what? Defense I think is going to prevail. Give me the Steelers. I'll take the Steelers. James Conner can still do it. Give me the Arizona Cardinals at home. They, not for nothing, the front, the front defense is pretty good. You're going against uh, not even a third string quarterback. I think is a four string quarterback now. Listen. Doesn't matter. It's, it's, it's going to be a road game for this quarterback. James Conner, I, I, I think, is going to take I, over. I see a lot of mistakes here. Give me the Cardinals winning the game, but it's definitely not going to be a lot of points in this game. No, give me the under. Give me the under. Next, All Tennessee right. Titans, Olga Raiders, and we got two more games. All right, we got two more games after this. Got to finish right. this. So the Titans are playing in Oakland. Oakland Raiders are the underdog by two and a half points. The over-under is 46 and a half. Now, in this game, I'm going to go first with the Oakland Raiders side because it's the fastest. All right, Josh Jacobs and and uh, Darren Waller. That's it. That's it. Ty- Tyrell Williams. Nope. He has been nowhere. He's been the, the last two weeks number seventy three wide receiver, number ninety eight. Yeah. Drop him, please. Drop it. Drop him. All right. In the Titans side, they're going against the, the Raiders defense, who are they're like the the bottom third of like worse against quarterback, running back, wide receivers, and tight ends. Tannehill, I love Tannehill in this game. I know they're playing in Oakland. It could be a hit or miss. It's a little ballsy, a ballsy game to play him in the playoffs. But I do like Ryan Tannehill. Tannehill has been really, really good, surprisingly, as a quarterback ever since he became the starting quarterback for the Titans. He's been giving 21 points, 20, 28, 20, 24, 34, and 15 against the Colts. So he's someone that you could play. I see his floor being just 15 points, and we have seen what the Raiders have done against you know with against other teams. They have been poor. Derrick Henry, he's been MVP, lights out. Now, as far as wide receivers, I do like A.J. Brown. I know he's a hit or miss, but he's a player that potentially uh, could give you 20 points and someone that you could consider flex play. If you're going against a, a heavy favorite matchup, a team that has all the big-time players are playing lights out, and you need to get home run hitters in there, Adrian Brown is the possibility of doing that. You know, Sometimes you got to go for the highest upside matchup, guys. You don't want to go with the who has the highest floor, if that makes any sense. So Adrian Brown is someone that I strongly consider in flex play. Johnny Smith, I know he's been hit or miss, but 
with the tight end positions, all you need is a touchdown and and, and, and a couple of yards. Nope. You, you won't play him. Nope. You won't play him. All nope. right. You won't play him. Nope. All right. So <laughs> I, he's someone I'll consider playing against the Raiders. And in this game, give me the Titans. They're going to win. And I like the under in the game. Give me the Titans. Give me the under as well for this game. Seattle Seahawks at Los Angeles Rams. This could be a pretty good game right here. The Rams have been stepping it up. Uh, this is a kind of a push of a game almost. Like, you know, the, uh, the, the spread is one. But, um, yeah, the Rams have been doing better. Uh, Todd Gurley is somebody that I trust a little bit more in this game. I mean, they've been relying on him a lot more. Uh, he's got his second 100-yard games from scrimmage last year. But I just see them, you know, relying on the Moors and making that playoff pushes for themselves. So uh, it's a good defense with the Seahawks, you know, like in the middle of the pack with it. But still, Todd Gurley is somebody that you drafted high. You've been sticking it out with him all year long. This is the playoffs. It's time, you know, time to stick with the guys who got you this far. If you made it with somebody like Todd Gurley, you spent like a high pick on him. If you made it this far with him, time to stick it out with him. Time to write it out. Go with Todd Gurley. Um yeah, if that's if that's the case there. And uh, Robert Woods, would you play Robert Woods or Jamison Crowder this week? Robert Woods. I'm probably even though Jamison Crowder's going against the Dolphins? Robert Woods. Yeah, I'd probably go with Robert Woods here. Uh he's been highly he's been more involved. He's the number two. Uh Brandon Cooks, stay away from Brandon Cooks. I said it before. We'll talk about it next week. We talk about our bold predictions, what was correct, what was not, and our bust of the year. I said that Brandon Cooks could be a bust, and I thought it was gonna be a bust. I didn't think this much of a bust though. But I said Brandon Cooks was going to be a bust, and you thought I was crazy about about it. He's like even borderline droppable. He's like the third option on that team, you know, to cup to cup and woods. So Cooks, don't play him. You can't trust him. Don't play him. Uh, play Cup. You know, even though he's been a little up and down lately, but still play him. Play Woods. He's got at least nine targets in the past three games. A uh, little more consistent. He has a wide receiver two potential with upside, and uh, you know, Cup has that more wide receiver one type. Uh, and play Gurley. Uh, J- uh, Jared Goff, I wouldn't trust this game. I'd rather play Drew Brees over Jared Goff in this situation because Jared Goff has been very inconsistent all year long. So he's somebody that I'll like, give me one more week to see before I could trust you putting him in my lineup. You know what I mean? So I'd rather play Ryan Tannehill over Jared Goff this week also. I'd rather play Sam Donald over Jared Goff this week. I'd rather have one more good week from Jared Goff until I could trust him back in my lineups for the playoffs. So I'll wait for that. On the Seahawks side of the ball, everybody's a go for Russell Wilson, Chris Carson, Tyler Lockett. Even you will Dick- play Tyler Lockett still? Yeah. You're not concerned with Tyler Lockett? Nah, I'm not too concerned about Tyler Lockett. If he's in there, I'm playing him. I'm, playoff times, I'm playing the guys who got me there. And Tyler Lockett was a guy that definitely would have got me to the playoffs if I'm in there. Well, maybe not week 13 where he scored you zero points. No, but I'm, I'm saying, though, it's just if he's still there, I would still plug him in. I, you know, because he got me that far, I would still plug him in. Despite and, going against Jalen Ramsey. Despite going against Jalen Ramsey, yes. All right. Because it's the playoffs. I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying I love it, but you got, I'm playing the guys who got me there. So you live and ride and die with those who took you there. They got me there, yeah, and he has all that potential. You can't say Tyler Lockett doesn't have that potential. I think sometimes in in the playoffs, sometimes you have to take a DFS I said that approach. before. There are sometimes these really good players that you would say that you wouldn't consider for the week. I get it. Uh, Tyler Lockett is borderline getting there for me, but I would still play him. Yeah, because this is no longer season long. Now you're looking at week to week. You need to survive. No, I, I, mean, I, mean, I, mean, I, mean, I said that a little bit earlier, so I agree with, I agree with you, but All I right. would still play him. All right. Uh, with that being said, uh, Chris Carson, even DK Metcalf gets some consideration for me because, you know, like I said, the Decaf, Rams. Metcalf? Yeah. Decaf. Metcalf. DK Metcalf, I said. No, no, I know. But oh. <laughs> oh, 
Man, that was tw- that was trending on Twitter. They was calling him Decaf Metcalf. I don't like it. Monday Night Football. I don't like it. Decaf Metcalf. I don't like it. <laughs> uh, but with that being said, uh, I would consider him for flex purposes as well. Give me the Seahawks one in this game, and give me the over. I think it's going to be a pretty good game. I hope it's a good game. Yeah. I hope it's a good game. Uh, give me the Seahawks against the Rams. And I over. like the over on the game. Yeah. All right, so last game. Let's, let's wrap this all Monday up. Monday Night Football is going to be a game that we're all going to be watching. I'm probably going to be watching that. Moho, you're, you're welcome to come anytime. The Eagles are favored by nine and a half points, and the over-under is 46. Straight off the bat, I feel like the Eagles are going to cover that anyway. All right, so, and they're going to win, and it's going to be an over. Eli Manning, Monday Night Football. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. So, it, Eli Manning, is, is he startable? <laughs> Would you play him? No. <laughs> All right. So the only players that I do like, Saquon Barkley definitely takes a take up. It's not like you were even considering not even playing him. I know he has struggled, but he's a player that I definitely have a lot more confidence of having in my lineup already as is. Uh, Sterling Shepard, he's back. He's someone that you could consider playing, but I do like Golden Tate if he does play because it's going to be a lot of dink and dunks. It's not like the, it's not like Daniel Jones that's going to be under center here. Eli Manning is not going to be throwing it out there and airing it out. Maybe, who knows, it's definitely going to be a game that you cannot really, really predict because maybe Eli Manning is playing for a job and he wants to show and prove that he is still a valid starting quarterback in the NFL for the 2020 season. So that's someone that... It, it, you know, this game is going to be hard to gauge and see who, it, you know, who's going to do good and who's going to perform because you never know. Maybe they're going to overachieve in this game. Uh, Evan Engram, if he ends up playing, I guess, you know, if he ends up playing, he's a go. As far as in the ego side, I know Carson Wentz has been horrible, but they're going against the Giants and they're playing at home. So Carson Wentz, uh, he has failed you a couple of times, multiple times, but you know, he had a good showing against the Dolphins with 27 points. Besides that, you know, with the Seahawks and the Patriots, he did he he didn't do good. But you're going against the Giants. He's playing. Miles Sanders, you gotta love him. Miles Sanders, he's trending like he's gonna be the number. He he is the number one running back right now, especially with the injuries and where especially Jordan Howard is not gonna play. Miles Sanders against the Giants, you gotta love that. He's definitely gonna give you some points. The wide receivers though for the Eagles is something that. I'm really concerned with they are playing against the Giants and the only one I'll consider as a worthy flex is Alshon Jeffrey here. Alshon Jeffrey is the only one. He did have a monster game last week with 28.7 points. So he's the only one. And then Zach Ertz, since all the injuries that happened, the wide receivers, he has been like the number one tight end. Zach Ertz is definitely going to have a field day against the Giants here. And that's about it. I don't know if you want to chime in since nope. you're a Giants fan here. And you, I'm assuming you're going to like the Giants yep. in this game and the over. Yep, just out of spite. Out of spite. There you go. And and that's all, folks. <laughs> all right, party people. Once again, uh, good luck in your playoff week 14. Hopefully you survive and you move on. Yes, success on the less party people. If you have any questions at any given time, I just hit the wrong button. Oh my god! <laughs> but whatever. My um, god. If anything, party people, just hit us up anytime at B and B Podcast Instagram or Twitter. Hit us up with any of your questions that you may have. Success on the less. Right. Peace. Peace.